You are listening to Nom Nom Talks. This is your host, Norma Uzazie. And with me today is... Veronica. <laughs> I'm Stacy. Kim Lu in the building. Kingston, <laughs> Jamaica. And I'm Tara. We are just like very good friends. And we have different, I mean, we're from different countries. We have different upbringings, different cultures. But we share, sometimes we share similar beliefs, I guess, or sometimes conflicting opinions. So welcome, guys. So our very first segment is centered on a quote from... Um, Jodie Pickle. From Jodie Pickle. And this is a quote. This is how it goes. You know, it's never 50-50 in a marriage. It's always 70-30. 60-40. Someone falls in love first, someone puts someone else up on a pedestal, someone works very hard to keep things rolling smoothly, okay? And someone else sails along for the ride. Man, this <laughs> quote is I mean, he has it all, but uh <laughs> I mean I mean what do you all think? I mean, let's open it up. Come on, come on guys. I think that's an extremely accurate quote. I have been married for what close to close to nine years. And my my spouse (laughs) (laughs) He got me when I was young, honey. (laughs) You know, my spouse and I have been together for almost 13 years. And it 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 definitely is a you know, it's it's not a 50-50. It's not a 50-50. It's, it's frustrating that there's such an uneven amount of work that's done by one or the other. But if I were to be honest with you, I don't think I'd have it any other way with anybody else. Let me put it that way. Okay. So you got to marry the right person. Right. I mean, does it really have to be 50-50? I mean, I, I just think of any relationship. You're not going to be 50-50 at all times. You know, like you get into a relationship, whether it be friends, whether it be your parents, you know, whether it's your your spouse, there are times when you can't give 50% of yourself. You know, there are times when you need the other person to give you 100% of themselves because you need that, you know? So I don't look at it, it needs to be 50, 50, 70, 30. I just need to make sure that person got me. You know, I know that person got me when I need them and that's it. Preach. Preach, sister. (laughs) Well, me, uh, it's never 50-50, dude. Like, I just, uh, (laughs) I think like 50-50 is just doing the most. I mean, I I look at my spouse as he, I mean, he's supposed to be the sole provider. I mean, so I think honestly, he should carry the whole load. I mean, I should just take care of the kids. (laughs) But in this day and age, things are just really hard. I mean, maybe not 50-50 to me, maybe 49-51 for me. I get really specific (laughs) with the percentage. (laughs) So basically you're saying that you're thinking of this from a financial perspective where you're saying he should be able or your partner should be able to take care of you 100%. Yeah, I mean, growing up, that's what I saw. I saw my dad take care of us 100%. I mean, my dad was a very traditional man and you know, getting married to my spouse you know i just thought i don't understand why my money is not my money and his money our money but but then what do you bring to the table i bring you know <laughs> i i am able to she take care the of my table. kids okay and i mean i'm able to carry the kids i mean somebody but there should be a shared responsibility that surely shouldn't be solely on you but then the thing is that, I mean, I feel like with men, they just want to favor, they just want it to favor them when it favors them. So, I mean, I, know, think, yeah. I think they say, today they wake up and they're like, well, you know, you're supposed to be taking care of the kids. And then tomorrow I'm like, well, if I'm supposed to be taking care of the kids, then maybe you should be bringing everything 100%. And he's like, oh no, it's supposed to be shared. And I'm like, so why don't they have to favor you when he wants to favor you? And then when he wants to favor me, it's, oh no, we're a Okay. I mean, it seems like this, like your opinions is based, you know, it's highly based upon like financial security. So did you marry for love or money? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know, did you marry for love or money? I mean, mean, go ahead. Go 
ahead. No, I'm saying which brings us to the actual topic, which is marriage. Do people marry for love or money? So I'm the only one here. I'm the second person here who is not married. Um, when it comes to, as, as it relates to the quote, I agree with Kim. It's never 50-50 in, in any relationship. You're always going to have givers and takers. I would say I'm a giver. And... Yeah, yeah I didn't... Yeah. yeah, I've never thought about like that. that before. Yeah, so... so Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they take everything. Yeah. But um yeah, I think there's always gonna be somebody who loves more, who gives more, who you know goes the extra mile. There's always gonna be somebody and then we need contrary states. So you're gonna have the person who is more demanding, who is more needy, who has to have something extra. Right. And it's just the yin and the yang. I guess it's whatever whatever floats your boat. But I guess my next question is like, so then where do you draw the line? If you're always a giver, that person can always take advantage of you That's at some point. That's a personal problem though. Right. So, well, but now you're in a commitment. So how are you going to be able to fix that? It's a marriage now. It's no longer, I'm dating this guy or I'm loving But if I date someone and I show who I am and I'm a taker and he's okay with that, then why should I change myself for him? He already knows who I am. He was the one who proposed. He decided to stay in this relationship. So, I mean, everything is already out there. Like, you know exactly who you're with. You you know, if you're with someone who's selfish, then you know that person's selfish and you're okay with that. What do you do when a person becomes selfish over the years? I know. When they hide <laughs> it all of a yeah. sudden, they get married now. And then you're like, shit, I'd be like, spreading all this character that you never saw what are you gonna do how do you fix that maybe, maybe it's something that you did that brought on the change it could be no I, I reject that as a woman as, as a wife as a sister as a mother I reject that wholeheartedly because I do not believe that I will do something to make my partner or my spouse behave in a certain way if but you, you know? no, 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 because yeah. no, 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 because if if you are displaying certain characteristics, that is something that you that has been within you and you've been hiding over the years. But what if you're what changing if, too? No, 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 yes. because what if my thing is is that from from the day that I met my husband, I have not changed. Anybody, no, 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 anybody who truly knows me mm -hmm. can attest to the fact that I have not changed. I will break my back to make sure that he is okay. I will put him first to make sure that he is comfortable. Right. But sometimes that fat sucker won't do the same thing. And when we first got together, that was that was not how we rolled. We always put each other first. But wouldn't you say that somewhere along the line you dropped the ball because if he was, if he would meet you halfway and it was okay in the beginning, when did he get to the point that he was comfortable not carrying his share of the? I don't know. That, that's that's her. That's her. That, yeah. That's, that's my, my that's my thing. Is yeah. That if I haven't done anything different, why is it all of a sudden you wake up and you want to change? But did, did, but did, did you, you say have, something you say to, to him? him? Absolutely. Did he say you changed, or did he see anything wrong? Did he know no. that he has changed? Then it's a personal problem. Yeah, it's a personal problem for him. Okay. It's just, it's just to when somebody says something like that, the thing that rushes through my mind is like your husband going to go cheat on you, or your partner cheating on you, or your partner beating on you, mm -hmm. and then you say, well, maybe it was something I did, maybe mm -hmm. I deserved. It. Right, right. So when statements like that are made, that's why I was like, mm, not I, <laughs> not I. The devil came to play on this table <laughs> with that line. No, ma'am, I reject that because I feel like as women. Anytime something goes left yeah. in a relationship, yeah. we always take the yeah. That is correct. And I feel, up, I feel that we need to be able to take a step back and realize that, no, you know what? He messed up. Yeah. Let him sit in the shit yeah. for, for a minute and let it marinate for him to realize that I messed up. Right. And I need to rectify it with my lady or my guy, whatever relationship you're in. Mm -hmm. But... You know, I feel like as women, we need to take accountability for the things that we do wrong, mm -hmm. yes, but we need to hold the people that we're in relationships with accountable in the same way. I, I totally agree. 
like you know just like Tara I'm, I'm a giver too and I think it's just my natural personality to give and I don't give to get but at the same time you know if I feel like I'm always giving like I've had conversations with y'all before you know I always think of things that you know my husband likes you know so if I'm going shopping and I see something that he likes yeah. you know I know I, I'll pick it up you know if I'm online and I see oh you know he's doing this I'll buy him a book because I know he will use this that will help him help him in whatever project he's working on so I feel like I, I know him so well so I'm always thinking of little things that he likes and I'll do things extra and I feel like I don't get that sometimes mm -hmm. and then you get to a point where you're like you know what I'm gonna hold something back you know, I'm gonna hold a piece of me back instead of always giving. And you don't wanna get you don't wanna get to the point where in where you're in a marriage where you're not fully giving yourself. And so I've had discussions with him before. Like I'm like, listen, I feel like I'm giving, giving, and I'm not getting anything. Like, yes, you're taking care of the things that you need to take care of, but I'm doing the same thing too. I'm helping to pay bills in the house. You're helping to pay bills in the house. It's the other little things that matter as well. I mean, I just feel like that's like in a woman's nature is to give. Like, you know, growing up, you just feel like men, they provide. In a way, I wouldn't say like giving how we give or how we pay attention. I feel like they were raised as if they were giving too much, it's kind of like seeing themselves as like soft. Like in a way, like, okay, you're kind of, I don't know, I know how to put it, put it but like women are just more nurturing that's what you're yeah. saying right right so, so i don't think is that is that is that it's like that's an experience. for me it's just a compound it is but um, i think like the, like guys should be getting together like even if they're more nurturing you shouldn't take advantage of you and i've seen like a lot of guys just play on that because they're like oh yeah she would take care of the kid of course she's gonna take care of it that's a kid too but you also have equal responsibility i didn't make so, right. So you know, like if I'm taking care of this kid, you also have to be able to. And that's what I said in the beginning. Guys say stuff that favors them when they favor them. They be like, oh, you know, but you're the mother, but you're the father too. You should do a boss to make that one kid, not just me. So you cannot play only me. I probably was me. giving him the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of women as we all do in our lives. I have a woman who is who I'm very close to, who has gone through life putting herself second, putting the man in her life before her wants, almost sometimes in front of her kids' needs and wants. And I see this woman as broken. And it breaks my heart because she's such a, a, a fundamental monument person in my life and I think it has molded me into who I am in my relationship even prior to when I met my spouse and I always used to tell myself I'm not going to do A, B, C, D, E that she did because I don't want to be taken advantage of but did she feel like she was being taken advantage absolutely. of? absolutely she did? absolutely okay Absolutely. Because you do have some women who believe that's their role. Yeah. It's to I, put I, their I, I feel it's to put their family first. It's to put their kids and their husband needs first. I feel like she did realize that yeah, I'm being taken advantage of. But because of that mentality of yes, I have to put my my, my everyone else first. This is what a woman does. Yeah. So like for example, there's an elderly gentleman that I work with. He's in his seventies from West Africa. And he was telling me, I came back from maternity leave not too long ago, and I was being told by my coworkers that, you know, Uncle John says that you need to be taken back to the old country for training, because you don't know how to talk to a man. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> and okay. I said, okay. <laughs> Educate me on how I should talk to a man. So we call Uncle John in the room, and he's like, you know, Jane, when your husband comes home, you need to give him his slippers. The devil is alive. And you need to give him some juice or some water and tell him welcome home. And then to top things off, you don't call him by his first name. Excuse okay. me. So you're supposed to say what, sir? No, 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 Mister? no. So in their language, direct translation of what it is, is my lord. Oh. oh. <laughs> and I said, Uncle John, 
Until I can't call his name no more. I will never ever call him my Lord. I will never ever get up. And okay, and that's another thing is getting up and serving your husband. Submissive. Submissiveness. But there are different levels to that. But some people would say it's, really, it's catering to your spouse. I did that. Child, like, I hey, lady. Am I going to get it back? I, I Am I going to get catered? I do. I actually enjoy catering to my husband. I do too. I, I, I. Five, nine out of ten times, I will make my husband's plate, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I, nine out of ten times, I ten times I'll make his plate. Is there an expectation you for you to make your plate? You no, because Uncle John told me. I said, Uncle John, do you cook? He said, I don't even know where the kitchen is in my house. Oh, well, y'all know. And that. I said, you tripping? Because he was like, his wife was like, Oh, John, what would I do if I had not married you? And I was like, she needed some damn daughters in her life. <laughs> because I guarantee you that a mother of girls, you can't you can't run like that. Unless unless of course, you know, you just Yeah. I mean I do. I, I cater to him, but he does too. Like to he, a extent, yeah, right? he doesn't mind making his own plate, but I make his plate. Yeah. And if he needs to make my plate, he'll make my plate too. Like that's certain so things, it's but, 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 no, yeah, that's it's different. Not, that's yeah. Not like an expectation. It's not just no, it's, it's not an because it's always one-sided. In a lot of like, like kind of like what I understand what um, Jennifer is saying. saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that that is that is the expectation that women should always be the one. Putting in all that effort. But I feel like you're one with it though. Think about think about all your lives, like. You're a mother, you're a mother. And think about all the things that you do. Like, you, I feel like sometimes we we run with this expectation and it's it's until a certain point where we get burnt out or we're getting overwhelmed. That's when we like catch ourselves and we're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing too much. But, but also I think society put a lot of pressure on women too. It's like, we're in this time where you have to be the giver and you have to be strong and you have to be the nurturer and, and too much of one thing is is a too much of one thing is 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 a bad thing like it's reflected on you negatively so i can't be strong or too demanding because they're gonna say oh you know she's a bitch or something like mm -hmm, that yeah. but at the same time if i'm if i'm too soft i'm gonna be taken advantage of yeah so it's like a double-edged sword yeah being a female right is, now. Yes. I mean, in the 60s, there were no expectations. Like, right. you stayed home, yeah, you took right. care. Yeah, you, you took care of the and kids. And only one person could work. Like, two people didn't have to go to work and right. you know, bring back the bacon. Like, one person could work and it was just fine. Yeah. <laughs> but now, <laughs> yeah. the situation is just, I mean. So, Julie, did you marry for love or money? Yeah, let's circle back to I the I mean, original. I'm married for love, but I mean, if I come back in my second life, I'm going to marry for money. Why? Because she, she has money. to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, America is really hard. Think about it. You're going to pay property tax. You're going to pay utilities. You're going to pay, I mean, you name it. Just owning a home. I live in an apartment. Just so many bills. And it never stops coming. Even when you die. Just I just feel like when you're a young man, you know, people, people like we, people need to have conversations with the young kids. Like I feel like when you're young and you're in love, you know, you have the jitters and you know you're like, oh, I'm in love. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's get married and yeah. we're just thinking about let's feelings. Just move. Yeah, you know, we're thinking we're about feelings, feeling. but you're not thinking about the fact that when you get married to someone. It's more than just love, and it's more than just you and that person. Okay. You know, you're gonna be a part of a community. You're building a family. You want to, to add value to the community too. 
you know, you want somebody who will be there to pick you up when, when you need them to. So you have to think about more than love, you know, and if you want to build a family and if you want to do things, whatever those plans are and expectations are, you're going to need money, you know, so. You know, we didn't. I, I, don't, I didn't think about that. You know, if if I was supposed to do it again, I would still marry my husband. Don't get right. me wrong. There can be both. You, need a, you, you can know. marry for love and money, but I'm saying when when you're choosing a partner, you better think about that person. So I'm to so, make money. Like, too. are you just gonna go marry like somebody that doesn't have no. any? So as a single person here, I'm very specific when it comes to if. Well, I'm not dating, but if I was to date, I'm very specific in terms of what stage I would like that person to be in. Now, if you're still figuring out life, I don't think I can meet you halfway. That's just um, my honest opinion. It, so for me, being over 30, as a single mom, my expectations are different when it comes to who I'm looking for. So- So they need to have money. Exactly. <laughs> to make how much money to be money? enough to so I mean, I your, no 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 i'm i'm, I'm very simple so I'm, I'm, i don't think i'm very high maintenance but we should be able to take a trip or a few yearly and it should not be a big deal it shouldn't be oh we can't do this because there is this bill that needs to be paid because if i can do it on my own if i'm going to get somebody and you can't you can't fly then <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna work she out. Said I can do bad all by <laughs> so that's yeah. So for me, I would say 50-50 love. Yeah. But money most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the love will come over time. It sounds like you can marry That's hard. <laughs> Girl, you're you're twenty you're probably I mean, it's kind of like, okay, so like, what happens if like, the person does have money and then you're miserable? But that's where, but I'm gonna say, those two don't, like when they say money can't buy you You don't have enough money then. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't enough money in that marriage because ain't no way you should be that damn miserable marrying that person. Hey, absolutely. But if you're miserable, but you're investing, then investing. But it depends. No, but are you no, no? But are you gonna compromise yourself? No. When when I say marry for money, I don't mean compromising myself. I'm not gonna be with somebody who is who is boring or, right. or a jerk. Yeah. Who treats you badly. So it, there has to be some kind of connection. But at the same time, this person can't take care of me because, to be honest, I can't take care of myself. So that's when the love so, comes in, right? The love will come over time. Yes, but what we're saying, generally speaking, it's like basically. I would say 50-50 of both. Yes. Love and, and money. To be honest, most of us, when we're, when we're thinking about marriage at the time, we're not even thinking about money. Right. Yeah. And I feel yeah, like that true. needs to be, that needs to be something that is thought of and Correct. discussed. Correct. Right. Because it's a factor. You're going to have kids. You're going to pay bills. Like, but isn't that why, you know, you just, when you meet somebody, that's what you ask like, this question. Like, oh, you know, what do you do? But a lot of people don't have that conversation. Yeah. Maybe it's because they don't have that foundation themselves. That's true. That's true. Because when I was in how you were raised and certain stuff like that, some people just don't. When I was 11, I remember my mom telling me we were watching a show. And that's probably the only reason that this conversation was ever prompted. But I remember her saying, you know, Jane, when money problems come in the front door, the love goes out the back. I was 11 years old, and I remembered that to this very day at 33. And so when I met my husband, that was on my mind. Like, we could be all right. <laughs> I ain't going to be broke with you. We got to have some kind of right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I feel like it's today's women, if we can impart any kind of wisdom to anybody's I mean, marry for love if you want to, but <laughs> at least have it in your mind. Yeah. That, you know, you don't marry a bum. Yeah. Or at least marry a bum with potential. You can't yeah. marry someone for their potential. Have you seen acrimony? Because I know you like acrimony. Potential. I mean, but listen, I mean, they're, 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 they're pipe dreams, and then there's just like dust dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, if somebody is just, you know, they legit, it's like, dude, this, this ain't gonna work. Working in that rap career. 
<laughs> you know what? You're so very right. Like, have you have y'all watched Acrimony? Yeah, no, I haven't seen I, it. Like that movie. That's the perfect. That movie is a perfect example of man. Wait, so how long did you stay? No, okay, so she she um what happened? Her mom died. Yes. Her mom had all this money. They had the uh, house. She inherited her mom's house. And so she had like what was it a million dollars? She had a good amount yeah, of money. It was a million. Yeah. A good amount of money. Yeah. And over the years, you know, that money was kind of bled dry into his project. Oh. Right? Some battery generator. And it took oh, what? Like, Seventeen years. Eighteen years for him to blow up. No. This man cut a deal for seven hundred and fifty million dollars. And probably a couple weeks before this happened. He she left his ass. She left. She him. left him. Yeah. Because and, and told him, "You ain't nothing. Ain't never gonna be nothing. Uh, you wasn't shit when I met you. You ain't gonna be shit ever." Yeah. And I then, think things would have gone better if he got a job and worked on the, the project. But he didn't want to do that. He yeah. just. But sometimes all he did like, was work on the project. Job, also, like be a distraction because you want to be a hundred percent. You gotta do what you gotta do. Because you gotta pay the bill. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's, that's the whole thing of helping Especially yourself. if you're taking yeah. my Because, I mean, in that instance, it was like 5% 95. Like, that's just, <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm for too long. Like, that's, that's the that's least he can do is to Talk get a about job. improper fractions. Like, that's just not right. <laughs> you know, and so, I mean, in but terms of Mary J. Blatch, you know, right. And so, you know, she, after, after he made all his money, he came back and gave this woman a $10 million check. Yeah. Who, the oh. wife? That yes. His ex-wife said, so uh -huh. here you go, for all the cute change that you threw my way over the years. Pretty much, you know. But she wasn't having it. But she was thirsty, and she wanted to come back, and he wouldn't have her. Oh, so she wanted the marriage. But she I wanted him back. Because that's the money. And then she got uh, married because she had the money. And that person had the life that she wanted. Right. So uh, she and was, that woman, his second wife, saw his potential. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Is but she saw the potential. But she wasn't there. Yeah. She, she wasn't there. there. Like, that's an anti-marriage. She, she, she wasn't there for 18 years. She yeah, came right. in a good time. Yeah. Look, but she, if she would have seen that, she would have left. That's that's another thing that I feel like as as a partnership, you don't necessarily have to be married, but I feel like as a partnership, if one with one of y'all is. 100% invested in something, even if it's something that doesn't really interest you, and I feel like as as that person's partner, you are somewhat obligated to at least understand what they're doing. Yes. Or show, even an interest Show support. Interest. Well, yes. because yes. if your ass can go to work and smile around people that you don't like, yeah. and you can put on a show for people, you surely can put on a damn show for the person that you sleep next to every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And I feel like a lot of a lot of couples lack that. Yeah. And then when one person blows up and makes all this money, then you know we 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 got Juliet's mentality yeah. here, saying this money's my money. <laughs> you go ahead and you pay your cute half of the bill. <laughs> Me and my daughter are going on a trip. <laughs> I mean, like so, I mean, it's so. Are you saying that if your spouse gets into like a form of business? Uh huh. You're like whoever, like the, the, so. For example, if the woman gets into a form of business, right, the man should at least be supportive or show some form of interest in that business. Absolutely, yeah, that's natural. That's yeah. what a partnership yeah, is. That's not. But then, what if the guy doesn't even have any inclination to it? How is he going to be of value to no. you? No. Yes, I you know. Yeah, I think it's more like you are taking an interest into what the person is doing. Right, right, right. You know, Hold on, I'm not artistic. Class. I'm not artistic, but my husband is an artist. And I know more today than I knew 10 years ago, 13 years ago when we started dating. You know, like he's very creative and I'm the opposite of creative, you know, but I know certain stuff that he does and I have an interest into what he does. I know all his plans, anything that he's planning to do, any money that he's spending, <laughs> I, right. I'm a part of that process. That's good. That's you good. know, so I, I agree with that. I think that's different though, but in the case of this movie or with her situation, how long is too long? Yeah. How long do you wait years? for somebody to realize their dream? How long do you wait? And I'm not talking about seeing baby steps or seeing progression. Mm -hmm. I'm saying 
there was That's no not thing. Nothing. I told you, it would have been better if he would have got a job, but yeah. he wasn't doing that. So he's just living off of her. At that point, after probably like five that's, years, that's, that's, that's but then why right then do you come back? That's, you're gonna leave at yeah, that time. That's, I don't that's, know. that's, that's why the thing though that. is that before they got married, she knew he wasn't gonna do nothing else but this. Right. She didn't know the timeline as to mm -hmm. when this would blow up, right. and so that is the risk that you are taking on yourself. Exactly. So you have no right to turn around and be mad at him. Correct. Yeah, but she, she could have prevented this because she started. The, he started all this early. He yeah, she could have seen it met. Yeah, she yeah. before they met. Yeah, but at the same yeah. point though, no, but I'm you know, it's like money. you said you want to support your spouse's dreams, right? It's more than just you're, financial. You're, yeah, you want to support your spouse's dreams, but at the same point, you you got to you know you're gonna based. you know you want to think that your spouse will realize, right? You know how much of a financial burden this is on yeah. the but family. No, but he's a taker. On the family, so you should have the responsibility too. You should be responsible to say, hey, this is causing pressure on our family and our finances on one person. Let me see how I could make this happen while helping my wife. No, but you but know, he, he put it down. In the movie, he put it down. When when he realized that, hey, this isn't going to blow up, he, he put it away. He put it away. He put it away and, and did he got a regular job. job. And he got a regular job. And then that's when she thought he, she was, and then, he was cheating. And then she also. thought that he was having an affair and this and that. And because he got a regular job? No, no, no. He because... was having an affair. No, no, he, no wasn't. he wasn't. He wasn't. She just left the wallet in his By car. mistake. In the truck. By accident. But it's the same girl early on. Part. Yeah, early on, he cheated on her with this girl that he ended up marrying. You have to watch the movie. Yeah. It's actually a good movie. It is a good movie, but but girl, I lost my train of thought. It's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch. Oh, it. It's, a it's a lot. It's a lot. Mary J. Blige. I'm remembering that song. I'm not gonna cry no more. Like investing girl. all this time, all I'm and energy. Is... In, but but that was kind of different because she invested her time and energy building this person, and then he when he invested, bought a house, paid for school, and. But see, that's why at, at the same time, you have to have your own, whether it's the guy or the woman, because I will be damned. She did. She just <laughs> gave it all the way All the investment I have invested in your raggedy ass. <laughs> Honey, I love you. I ain't calling you raggedy. I'm just speaking in general. But if, if he were to up and leave, and I've taken you from what you were when we first <laughs> met to what you are now, no, ma'am. No other woman's gonna relish in that. <laughs> no way in hell. No way. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not. Oh. You, I'll return you to where you were. <laughs> somebody else to bring you back up. I agree that your spouse should please have an interest to support you or everything. But how much support are we as women looking for? Because a lot of women think, oh, you know, why can't you do things like or help with the website or help with this? To I show think support. So what what kind of support? I guess like are you saying like that. research work or are you saying like like maybe I don't know maybe looking at raw materials for you? I don't know what what <laughs> what support. what kind of support? I, I don't I don't know what support is it's, it's, support. It's, totally, it's totally up to you. You have to make that. I don't know what. I don't know what is what is good enough for you may not be good enough for her. What is good enough for her may not be good enough for me. You know, I can't create websites. Should I have to go learn to create websites? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, like the commercials he does. She's in the commercials. Yeah. You know, granted it's her, her beautiful ankles and <laughs> her feet dancing, but we know it's her. You know, she, she supports him in that, you know, the, the, the social media following that she has, you know, stuff that he she posts, she, she'll promote yes. that. But it's even coin is her coin. It, to me, it's even more than that. And you know, you can have a conversation with him too. It's 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 what you guys don't see. It's the conversations that we have. Right. It's the conversations that we have, like his plans, how you know, what he plans to do and how should he go about doing it. Why what are your thoughts on this? Should I do this or shouldn't I do that? But it's but the good thing about that, that is stuff. is that the good thing about that is that he's including you in his yes. class. Yeah. Yes. 
like so you have a say in what happens yeah. he's asking for your opinion like that's not the, the the average person they probably just do it as a side oh, project and you don't even know what's going on and that's not okay because that's not a partnership y'all are just roommates that pay 50 50 bills if that's the, the struggle is real you know yeah. i feel like any any person that gets in any kind of serious committed relationship you should know what goes on financially on both ends i think money makes people uncomfortable and this is yes I, and this I is the reason why i feel like like we don't want to have that conversation yes so what that's so, the reason why it's so, all love or money right why not both i i stumbled across this article and the lady was saying she just found out that her husband was making more than her and it was kind of weird because i'm like okay so you live with this person you have no idea how much they make you have no idea unless i'm blind no they've been living together for years like so from boyfriend girlfriend fiance and she just found out she's like oh my husband makes twice as much as i do and then she she just stumbled across that information because he said okay you don't have to pay as much bills as i do i'm like so i think from the get-go i think as you said, starting with our kids, we should talk about money. We should make it a topic that's priority. We should so they're comfortable. With it. They're, they're comfortable, comfortable bringing up this conversation correct, correct, because correct. people assume that you're okay financially and I'm okay financially right. when I have fifty thousand dollars in debt. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. And it's after we get married and we start putting our two and two yeah, together. and then we realize that we're a negative three. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, we need to start having that conversation because to be honest, so when I met my daughter's dad, I was better at money management than he was. Like he didn't know he didn't know how to prioritize how to what how to, to manage his finances on a monthly basis. So I had to do it old school, get pen and paper, write it down. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to put this aside. We're going to put that aside. And it's kind of difficult being, because it almost feels like you're the only person who can think. You know, you're the accountant, you're the financial planner, you're the... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you're doing all of this and, and one person is like freeloading, you know? They're just kind of chilling. And they're okay because they know that whether they drop the ball or not, somebody's gonna be there to catch it. Correct. Because men are just babies, right? <laughs> men are babies and they like to feel like they're not. But the truth is that the woman really runs shit. Right. Exactly. It comes to how they're It's so, yes. it's, it, it is about it how they right. But it's so funny you say that because today I went for a business seminar. And when I came out, I came out with all these little pearls of yeah. wisdom. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I have potential to blow up. And I'll stay in my garage. I'm like, you know, my husband is really lucky, but the diary he paid was small. <laughs> for, for the potential that I have, I feel like, I feel like he has married for money. <laughs> well, some like he saw your potential. He saw my potential. He saw my potential. Like, he saw my potential. Like he's going to be great. Of course, of course he would. <laughs> A guy wouldn't just walk into something if he doesn't see the potential. Oh, so, yeah. so as a woman, yeah. like you wouldn't just walk into something if you don't see the potential. So Do you see it's it? kind of 50-50 on both ends, if you ask me. I know somebody who said once, actually it was my aunt and uncle, and my aunt was asking my uncle, like, would you have married me if I wasn't working? He was like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so I think it's it's kind of whack that you know when a woman says no, I'm a married for money, we're judged. But men yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And men and do the same thing. There is that's one. I think mean, that's just a stupid quote. Listen, like you know what you can deal with. You know, like no one should tell you why you should marry or why you should marry. Yeah. You know, like my advice is know what you want. Like know what you want out of this relationship, out of this commitment. The lifestyle that you want. The lifestyle that you want, 
it has to be paid for. Mm-hmm. You have to think about that too. So, you know, people, oh, people are way. like, oh, you know, depends on what you, you know, want. You know, so if you, know, you want that, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be thinking about money. You better, you better be thinking about money. Yeah. Money. You know, when hard times come and you realize, oh, you're with somebody who's not pulling their weight, then what? You know, you should definitely be thinking about about money. You should definitely be talking about money and your finances before yeah. marriage. Yeah. So then how do you reconcile it? When you not get married, people don't want to have that conversation about money. I know I struggle to be like my first year married just to see that and have a conversation about money or finances. So we're talking about that. You know, um, I mean, I mean, just get it going in. You know, my husband thought, you know, as a girlfriend, I should be taking care of some bills. And I thought, oh shit. Because I don't take care of you. She's a girlfriend. Yeah. 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 As a girlfriend. As a girlfriend. We all live in a Women not, but he just thought, you know, if yeah. we ever lived together, he thought it was something that should be okay. Oh, as girlfriend and boyfriend? Yeah. But living in one house. Oh. Yeah, if we're living in one house. Uh, that's, 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 he that's, thought that's, that, 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 was, that was supposed to be the case. Wait, wait, wait. I so, wait. That. He's saying if you guys are living together as boyfriend and girlfriend, you should pay some of the bills yes and you don't think you should i don't think i should do that as a girlfriend why, so, but why? because i'm not committed to him yet and so why should i so he's you want to live together so why live together okay so oh, you're oh, okay okay <laughs> okay i can speak on it because i lived with them yeah. <laughs> we lived together for five years oh yeah we lived together for quite a while yeah, yeah before getting married we got help from everybody but you know what financially we were all right because he had his bills that he took care of and i had my bills that i took care of and then we put money together mm-hmm. so that because that's we knew at some point we were going to get married and we put our money together and i mean that's what we used to get for our wedding but that's the right trips that we took you got to you even got to know him better before you guys got married yeah. because that's the struggle a lot of people See, that was me working through the potential. <laughs> that was my trial period. Because, okay, so like my best friend always said, you know, because, you know, my mom gave me a hard time. Everyone in my family gave me a hard time about living without being married. And, and my best friend said at the best, she's like, Jane, would you ever go test drive a car? I mean, buy a car without test driving at first. And, you know, some might think that's a little hoish, but I mean, for me, it worked out. Because I was able, I, I saw the stock of what I was working with, mm-hmm. you know, and I was able to make an informed decision. Mm-hmm. So I could never sit back and be like, I You know, before you did a guy, like, you know, you want to be able to let the guy chase you, right? right. So you create the distance. He chased me right into the park. So you create you create the distance so that he, he wants you, you know, he chases you and chases you over and over again. And so I really struggle with that because some people say, don't live with the guy before marriage, and then you don't live with the guy before marriage, and then you get married to this guy, and then you see a different human being, and then you're like, oh my God, is that yeah, a so mistake? You know then you're like, so how do I evaluate this person even before getting married to him and not knowing that I'm walking into a mistake? Did you did you live with your husband before you got married? I did not. And I happened to be very blessed. I, I mean, I, I don't know how that happened. I just know that he was the first guy I was with. I didn't live with him before marriage. So he was the first guy you dated? He was the first guy that I was in a serious relationship with. I didn't live with him. I didn't live with him before marriage. We ended up getting married. (laughs) 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 We ended up getting married. But I but I realized in textbook style. Yes. uh, But I realized that the today's woman struggle with that because you say don't don't leave with the guy before you get married. 
Now you get married to this guy, and now you have a ring on your finger where you people are now coming there for life. And then you start seeing all these things, all these surprising things. That's what the divorce is. You know, and then, you know, with, with my husband, like, I saw, I guess maybe I was very, I was a troublemaker, so to speak. I looked for all his trouble in all the different ways I could because I wanted to push his budget intentionally to know what his limit was. Mm -hmm. And it was intentional. I mean, uh, I, I, I looked for trouble in so many ways. Um, but, but, but the thing is that my husband, my husband stayed. Now, a lot of guys would have been very, very afraid of that and they would have left. But you know, one thing my mom always told me is be your authentic self. If you're the kind of girl that is very down to earth, be down to earth. Don't change because of any guy, because you don't know if that is what the guy is going to love you for. So, I've, but I've always struggled with it because I know that a lot of people genuinely struggle when they get into marriages because they don't look at the guy, and then they begin to see things better for us. I think, but for now, but well, I lived with uh, my child's dad, my child's whatever. I lived with him. For probably two years, three, two, yeah, two years, three years, I guess. I don't think that's an issue now. I think people are actually delaying yeah. marriages. Yep, yep. I think people are doing a test run. Yep, yep. To see, you know, because before you thought that you needed, well, as a female, you had to have someone to accomplish certain things. If I want a kid, I can have a kid. I don't need you know, somebody to be present physically to have that child. So I think having that sense of freedom, women are kind of exploring, you know, finding themselves. They're trying to see, accomplish certain things, you know? So they're not pushing so much for a ring right now because we can do so much more on our own. Yeah. So. Well, this was uh, a lot to take in, but I love it. I love it because I, I mean, we, we dabble into marriage, we dabble into support for business, we dabble into living together. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, I think for me, it's more about like, when you walk into a marriage, know what you're walking into. Have your eyes wide open. And I am a firm believer of intentionally, intentionally like provoke the guy because you want to be able to, you want to be able to see, you want to be able to see how far he's going to go how far he's gonna go. Like, but I mean, I mean, when I say provoke, I'm not saying like, I mean, provoke. <laughs> no, when I mean provoke, I mean like, I'm saying there will be things that you would do to him. Let's just say maybe push his button a little bit because you want to know the extent that he's gonna go. Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna raise his hands? Is he gonna, is he gonna abuse you? Oh, oh, what is he gonna do? So you're gonna intentionally promote I, him I don't to think see. that. I personally don't. What did you that say that's one? Yeah, but that's that, in your that worked for her. It worked. So so it worked for me, and I and I think like for me like a girl should just be or a female should just be her authentic self. Like try not to hide yourself because you want to. You want this guy to love you. So basically, you're a provoker. So you just showed him yourself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I showed him myself. I showed him who I was because I'm the kind of person that if someone pisses me off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna address it because I wanna, I wanna vent. I wanna let it out because I don't wanna keep it in, in me. So you once, wanted to see how he would yes, deal with once, that. Once I let it out, once I let it out, he's done. Like yeah. it's no longer in my head. I don't keep things in. I don't like to because it just makes me, you know, not lose sleep or get tired, get stressed out. I don't want to. So my husband, you know, now knows how to deal with me. I mean, it's still a work in progress, but he's doing a damn good job. I mean, I know how to deal with him too. But what I've seen a lot of people do now is that they want to be able to tone their behavior down. 
just because they want the guy to love them. But I think that could be why the guy is attracted to you. My husband loves me because I am a firecracker. And he has said it all the time. Oh, good. He's like, <laughs> she brings in the fire, I take, I, I chill. But that's usually the balance though. Like Exactly. Have, like, there has to be some, yeah. There has to be some, and I mean, I want you guys to also like share what you think. Like, cause I want us to like drop some advice out there for people that are in it or that are about to get I mean, in. I mean, for me personally, you know, for me personally, it's, what are you looking to get out of this partnership? What are you looking to get out of this relationship, right? You have to know what you want. You have to know yourself first, right? To know what you want. I feel like you set expectations. You know, a lot of people don't talk about stuff yeah. before getting married. Yeah. And one of the things that work well for my marriage is that we're at the point where we're very open. Like we talk about stuff. Okay yes like we talk about expectations what i expect of you what you expect of me and listen if you're going into a marriage because you know you want to build an empire then you you're not going to be marrying somebody who's making a hundred thousand dollars a year you need to marry somebody who's making upward of five hundred thousand dollars a year be honest with yourself like can we just be honest if you're trying to build an empire then what don't if, marry a broke person what if i can say that hundred thousand dollars if you have plans for that, then yes, then you do that. You know, but if you have dreams that you want to live a lavish lifestyle, don't try to date somebody who's making $50,000 a year and then you get mad and then you guys start and argue over finances and then, you know, you you know you go find somebody on the side who's making that $500,000 a year. You know, just be honest with yourself about what you want to do, your expectations, and, you know, it will work out. I just feel like it's all about expectations and just talking out about, you know, your plans and what you're trying to do together as a unit. That's you know? true. I mean, I agree. But then what happens to those people that want to genuinely talk with their partner, but every time they have conversation, it always goes downhill. Oh, God. Then you guys weren't having conversations before the marriage. You guys were not having true, sincere conversations before the marriage. Because if now that you guys are married and you guys can't talk, that's an issue. Yeah, if you can't communicate now. You know, like, before. things are not gonna be perfect. Like, no relationship is perfect. There are times when I don't wanna talk. There are times when I'm like, listen, I can't be loving right now. So I can't talk to you because what's gonna come out of my mouth is not gonna be good. Right. You know, and you have to, you know, because we, we did promise our, each other that we would not get to a point where we are disrespectful verbally and say certain, say right. certain things. Right. So I'm like that. When I get upset, I, ooh, boy. I'm like, you know what? I can't be loving right now. I can't talk to you right now. I need time. And space. Yeah, and I need space. So if you're married and you guys cannot talk, then that's an issue. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that's all we got tonight. So catch us on our next segment on Wednesday. I'm sure everybody still has some more that they want to say, yes. but I mean, we got to end at some point. Tune in next week. So tune in next week, guys. So yeah. we're, I mean, we're excited. It's yeah, just we'll so be much. Here. We'll be here. Always. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.